we give you praise we give you all the glory thank you for life thank you for your peace thank you for your covering thank you for your protection Lord we came before you as we delve into your word illuminate us teach us help me to articulate your word in simplicity and in clarity. Touch my flesh with your oil. Touch my lips with coals of fire. Stir up my spirit to connect with yours. Let me not speak words of calculated man wisdom, but words that are springing from the barrels of the spirit that to bring edification to your people. And upliftment to anyone hearing me in their rooms. Any frightened heart will give way to a faithful heart. Any heart full of fear and panic will be filled with your word tonight. Dominion and power will be released on us. And we shall continue to have victory in your name. 
In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. And everyone listening to me will shout a big amen wherever you are. And give the Lord a good clap wherever you are. God bless you. Thank you once again for joining us live on Facebook. Um, church is not on holiday. The church may not be meeting in a building, but the church is still moving on. Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail over it. I'm Pastor Prince Nyako, resident pastor of ICGC Caris Temple. Once again, I'm glad to be back here from work. I'm right here to deliver the word of God and I'm trusting God that your life will never be the same again. As we all fight one beast called coronavirus, I want you to remember to be taking your vitamin C. I'm taking my, I take it in the morning, take it in the evening. Remember to use your hand sanitizers periodically. Get your nose marks and keep the social distance as prescribed. Make sure you keep a personal hygiene. And I believe that as we have done our part, God has already given us victory over this virus. Wherever you are, give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Tonight, I'm, I'm, I'm going to teach something that will help you in this moment of solitary, in this moment where you seem to be isolated from a lot of your pals, in this moment where you are alone. And when Jacob was left alone, he didn't cry. He didn't entertain fear. He entertained God. So, there is a blessing in this season. And I know many of us have heard many preachers, many pastors saying, don't fear. Don't be afraid. Don't fear. Don't be afraid. Don't fear. Now, the question is, how will I not be afraid? What will I do or what should I be doing that will shift me from weak faith to strong faith? What should be my posture? How should I walk to develop a strong spirit in the Lord? So I'm teaching tonight on what I title developing a strong spirit in the Lord. Developing a strong spirit in the Lord. Because when you develop a strong spirit, now when you are watching, as you are watching, because the gospel must reach someone and God will be a blessing to you. Be a publisher. Now, how do I live a life that will kick out fear out of my life? I can only kick out fear when I become strong in the Lord. When you become strong in the Lord, fear will have no dominion. Fear and panic will have no dominion over your life. There are going to be a lot of bad news. In fact, the bad news is flying faster than we think. And when you hear them, there is a natural tendency of the human being to enter into fear and panic. I'm sure when, when you heard that 25 more people have been infested with the virus today, ha! 
A lot of people were like, Ooh. But for your information, in another country like Italy, before I came to church and I checked, they had over 700 and something deaths. So the news will keep coming. The bad news will keep flying. So how do I become strong and remain strong in this period of adversity? How do I develop a strong spirit? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 to 13. I pray I finish the message. I have noted for not finishing messages, so take note. I may finish, I may not finish, but I will leave you at a good place. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the walls of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, somebody say wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Pastor, I want to build a strong spirit. Kudos to your vision. How do you build a strong spirit? Because there is a commandment in the verse 10 of Ephesians. Be strong in the Lord. So it's a good vision. It's a good ambition. But you see, the secret of building a strong spirit is hidden. Mm. It's hidden. It's not hidden from you, but it is hidden for you. It's not hidden from us. It is hidden for us because the kingdom is full of mysteries that is only understood by people who are custodians of the mysteries. So those who are not of the faith may not understand the word of God. So building a strong spirit is a hidden secret, hidden for us. Those who discover it are those who are able to build a strong spirit. Being in church is not the same as being in Christ. And being in Christ is not the same as being a strong Christian. There are a lot of babies in Christ who have refused to grow because they have not discovered the hidden secret of building a strong spirit. 
There are pastors with baby spirit in Christ. There are baby Christians who took upon themselves the call of pastoring. So an unsaved pastor will produce unsaved believers. Your future is hidden in your ability to discover the secrets of God. So the day you begin to discover the secrets in working with God in a strong spirit, you can walk with God with a weak spirit. Our children don't follow us with the same spirit as our spouses. Because our spouses know us better. So the attitude of a child to the father is different from the attitude of a spouse to the husband or wife. So following God is not enough. Building a strong spirit to follow God is what is our target. Whatever, you see, there's nobody on earth in church who will say doesn't want a strong spirit. But how do we build a strong spirit? That's what I'm teaching tonight. Whatever you have and whatever happens in your life isn't an accident. It came as a result of what your spirit, your life is accustomed to. The routine of your life determines the outcome of your life. The routine of your work determines the rewards of your work in God. So though many will work with God, only few receive reward because their routine as believers will eventually produce their destiny. So the question you need to ask yourself, what is your routine like as a Christian? We are in turbulence moment. We are in days of adversity. We are not in ordinary times. And your faith and my faith will be tested. The routine of our lives will determine the rewards of our lives. What will come to our life is largely dependent on our posture on earth towards God. So building a strong spirit is not the duty of an angel or the duty of God, but is the duty of the believer who wants to build a strong spirit. I'm standing here as a very slim man because I have not decided to give myself to the gym. If I decide to give myself to the gym and I commit to the gym activity, in some few days and months, and weeks, when you see me, I will change in stature. It was a decision and a choice. You can build a strong spirit if you decide to commit to your desire. Yeah. You can clap. 
wherever you are. You can build a strong spirit if you decide to commit to your desire. We desire, I mean, many people say, we are praying, we are praying. I can bet you a lot of believers are not praying for the country. They are wishing. We don't want to take personal responsibility for anything. The strength of your faith is dependent on your routines as a Christian. Follow. What you can do on a daily basis will determine what you can have in your life. The size of your spirit is as a result of what you, you routinely do. That's it. As a Christian, the size of your spirit is what you, you, you routinely do in your spiritual work. So all the giants of the kingdom you know, they discovered the secrets to building a strong faith. That is your trump card for success. Building a strong spirit is your trump card to succeed in destiny. If you are sowing to your flesh, the result will never be what you want. As a Christian, you love parties. You smoke. You drink every kind of alcohol. You smooch every girl. You fornicate at ease. You are indisciplined. You walk by sight. You do no sacrifices in life. You are not focused. You love pleasure. You sow to the flesh. You will gain nothing in destiny. Follow the teaching. But if you sow in the spirit, you become stronger and stronger. If you sow in the spirit, it may not make sense at the point of you sowing. You will not even appreciate it at the point of sowing. But in matter of time, you will discover that every area of your life gets stronger and stronger when you sow in the spirit. Spiritual development does not mature overnight. If you are watching me, spiritual development does not mature overnight. So building a strong spirit will not take days. It takes a long time. But that long time is determined by your routines in the day. 48 hours. How many were committed to spiritual development? How many were committed to listen to what Papa is saying? How many was committed to reinforcing your identity on earth? 
And how many were committed for gossip? How many was committed to listening to news that will put fear in you? It's good to know what is happening around you. But you must be more concerned with what is building in you. Because what you are building in you will eventually give the outcome of your life. Follow the teaching. I'm going to shift you into a realm where you begin to build your spiritual life in a high dimension. Clap your hands and celebrate God wherever you are. You have a decision to make. God will not make that decision for you. Your pastor cannot make that decision for you. Nobody can make that decision for you. You have to make a decision and commit to that decision. Because if you don't make that decision, it will be like a woman who gets pregnant unawares. She will go and abort it. But if you make a decision that you want to get pregnant, when you get pregnant, you will commit to helping the baby in your womb to develop. So many Christians come to church. They are not ready to develop. They are not ready to build their faith. They came for miracle. They came for miracle. But miracles cannot sustain you in the days of adversity. What will sustain you is the spirit you have built in following your God. So they come to church, you feed them with the word, they get pregnant with the word, they go outside there and they abort the child. Because they were not ready to commit to their desires. Most Christians, you ask them three prayer topics. The first three prayer topics, that I will be strong in the faith. One of them will be, I will be strong in the faith. But when you check their routines, it is not a commitment to their prayer request. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 34 to 35. I'm coming to the first point. I'm still stirring your spirit. Blessed is the man that heareth me watching daily at the gate or at my gate. Daily. Watching daily. So blessed is the man that heareth me watching daily at my gate waiting at the post of my doors verse 35 for whoso findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord so it's a daily waiting it's a daily watching it's a daily hearing it's a routine activity a routine activity gives you your identity a routine activity gives you your identity. A routine activity gives you your identity. How do you know this man is a soldier man? How do you know this man is a doctor? How do you know I am your pastor? Because daily when you come to church, I am the one preaching the message to you. A routine activity gives you your identity, gives you the expression of your identity. If you went to the barracks and you were trained as a soldier and you came out and you never practiced it, 
Nobody will know that you are a soldier. You are a lion, but you are not practicing the way of lions. You are practicing the way of dogs. So who knows you to be a lion? Nobody. Nobody. I told you about the little lion who grew with, with, with goats and sheep. He found himself and he grew with them. They go and chew their grass together. They go to the riverside to take water. Then one day, normally he didn't go with them. The sheep will go and they will come. Because in, in the lion, he realized that, though I do what they are doing, you know, I'm not like them. So they go to the riverside, they suck the water, they run away. When the lion shows up, another lion. One day, this little lion decided to go to the riverside with the goat and the sheep. And whilst they were going, he stood afar and he saw the lion. He also ran away with the sheep. Because it has not discovered its identity yet. So when they got to the riverside one the following day, whilst they were taking the water, there was a reflection of his identity in the water. And he saw that he looked like the lion, the people, the, the, the sheep and the goat have been running from. He didn't click him. He ran away with them. The next time the lion came, when the sheep and goat ran away, he ran towards the lion and he went together. Look, you are a lion, but your routine activity looks like a goat or a sheep. That is why you are not manifesting glory. But today, in a short moment, I'm going to walk you through some routine. It's a routine. <laughs> it's a routine, my brother. There is no secret. If you cannot commit to this routine, you cannot build a strong faith, a strong spirit. Forget it. You know, many believers love 20 days, 21 day fasting, 5 days fasting, 7 days fasting, 14 days fasting, 40 days fasting, 120 days fasting. I fasted for 300 days. I believe in fasting. I fasted for two years before. And I want to do it again. Maybe three years. I want to fast for three years again. I believe in fasting. I love fasting. If I don't fast, it's like I'm sinning. But you see, it's a life of fasting I've built. There is a life of fasting. And then there is a person who does not have a life of fasting. Paul says we, he fasts often. That's a life of fasting. So people who do three-day fast, they forget what is fasting for six months. You can't build a strong faith like that. We start the year, giddy, 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 they are reading the Bible. Hi. They wake up, they read, they wake up, they read, they read. By May, they forgot it. Ah. Pastor, you see, if I read the Bible, I don't remember. I don't remember. I'll show you why. I pray I'm able to do that. The first thing you need to do to build a strong spirit. Number one, are you ready to follow? Feed your spirit man 
your spirit man on a daily all the things I'm showing you is on a daily basis if you can do it I can promise you I can promise you you will build a strong spirit in the Lord feed your spirit man there is another man in your spirit you are not you your you is in you this is not you your real you is your inner man so Paul said that the things that I want to do I realize that I'm not able to do that means every individual has a two personality one of them is more important but we place more importance on the outward man but if you want to build a strong spirit you need to feed the inner man you put perfume on the outward man but most people's bodies are smelling nice their inner man is smelling bad your inner man must be fed on a daily basis the same way in the natural when a man is deficient, you see it on his body. That's the same way in the spiritual. When your inner man is not fed, no matter how beautiful, no matter how handsome your outward man looks like, you are weak in spirit. And I told you, if you feed yourself in the flesh, you will be disadvantaged in life. But if you feed your spirit you sow to yourself in spirit. You will be stronger and stronger. Because the natural is controlled by the supernatural. Can I hear a big amen? Matthew chapter 4 verse 4. There are too many gimmicks in church. Don't be moved by them. There are too many loud mouths. They, they are not strong in faith. Feed your inner man. But he answered and said, you see, the devil thought that Jesus operated in the natural. When you meet the devil and you don't shift gear from natural to supernatural, he will defeat you in seconds. But when he came to Jesus, he said, turn these stones into bread. Jesus said, leko shayanda haya. I am alive more in my spirit than my flesh. Paul puts it this way. Though the outward man perishes, the inner man ha, is renewed day by day. Don't be fooled to underrate poor Christians. Some may be poor in their pocket, but they are strong in spirit. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. <laughs> you never go hungry as a man who wants to build his food. Food is always available for you. <laughs> as a believer, you can never go hungry if you are on a mission to build a strong spirit. 
of us get worried and get dismayed and give up in life because we are pursuing earthly things so much that when we don't get them, we lose our faith. But if you pursue spiritual growth so much, there's nothing earthly you will lack. Man does not live on bread alone. So if a man is living on bread alone, he cannot build a strong spirit. Man shall not. Give me the amplified version. But he replied, when the devil talks to you, talk back to him. Are you hearing me? When the devil talks to you, talk back to him. But you don't talk back to him with your language. You talk back to him with the language of God. It is written. And that is the language he understands. He doesn't understand your grammar. You know, we're not twinning and twinning and twinning and twinning. No, 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 no. The devil does not understand grammar. Mm. He doesn't understand grammar. He doesn't understand mathematics. When he speaks, you speak the word. When he speaks, you speak the word. When you speak, he speaks. He will succumb and run away. And Jesus replied, Oh, Pastor, as for me, I'm a very quiet person. In the realms of the spirit, we don't do quiet. In the physical, you can be very calm. But in the realms of the spirit, you must be wild. It has been written, man shall not live and be upheld. Can you see that? And sustained. So you cannot live. You cannot be upheld. You cannot be sustained by bread alone. You cannot live. You cannot be upheld. You cannot be sustained by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Give me the GNT. I'll move to the next point. And Jesus answered, the scripture says, human beings, I love that, <laughs> cannot live on bread alone, not spirit beings, so human beings. But need every word that God speaks. If I have to build a strong spirit, I have to feed my inner man. A strong believer knows the reality and the workings of the devil. If the devil visited Jesus, who are you? Obeba. But when he comes, your inner man must be prepared to face him. Remember, Jesus did not go to a restaurant. Jesus was in 40 day fasting and prayer when he encountered the devil. How do you feed your spirit? By reading God's word every day, not someday. Every day, read the Bible. I know you trivialize it's not a deep message, but it's the deepest message you will ever hear. Read the Bible every day because your spirit man can only be fed by the word of God. Read the Bible. 
Don't assume you know the Bible. Read consciously, read the Bible. Commit to reading the Bible every blessed day. Commit to it. You know, you can't live your life on snacks. Go on snacks for six months, you'll be sick. Oh, Dr. Eric, am I lying? You will be sick. Snack. Today, snack. Tomorrow, snack. The next day, snack. Six months, you'll be sick. You can imagine how many people are sick in the church, spiritually. They only feed on Sunday message. And right now, the churches are not meeting. I'm afraid. We are not feeding. People are on break for church. The president didn't say that stop following God. He just said, let's observe a period of social distancing to avert a calamity. But many have forgotten their Bibles. We don't like that teachings. We want, Charlie, we want the, the, the prophetic. You don't grow your spirit on the prophetic. I repeat, you don't grow your spirit on the prophetic. The prophetic is the manifestation of a saturated, wedded life. Yeah. You build your spirit on the word of God. Read the word every day. You see, you can put it this way, no word, no breakfast. Discipline yourself if you want to grow in the spirit. No word, no, no breakfast. Some people say no word, no talking. <laughs> if we can, if you want to grow in the spirit, no word, no breakfast. No word, no talking. The next point, let me just move this thing a bit faster. Build your faith. Build your faith if you want to be strong in the Lord. Build your faith. Hallelujah. Build your faith. David encouraged and strengthened himself in the Lord. First Samuel 36. Amplify. Build yourself. Build your faith. Be strengthened in the Lord if you want to have a strong spirit. Faith is your personal responsibility. Write it down, wherever you are. Faith, your faith is your personal responsibility. My faith is where it is by virtue of how I have built it. Your faith is where it is by virtue of how you have built it. The size of your faith determines the capacity of the movement of God in your life. If God will move in your life, it will be determined by the capacity of your faith. 
It isn't the responsibility of God. It isn't the responsibility of your pastor. It isn't the responsibility of your spouse to build your faith. It is your own responsibility. And David encouraged and strengthened himself in the Lord. Himself in the Lord. The just but shall live by his own faith. His own faith. Where your faith can take you will determine the glory that can come upon you. Build your faith daily. 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 Building your faith. Daily. Building your faith. The only guarantee one can have to enjoy a strong spirit is to have a strong faith. A strong spirit will only come by a strong faith. Please, are you following me? God has given you the tools you need to build your spirit. The kind of faith that will move mountains. The kind of faith that will shut up the, the mouth of lions. The kind of faith that will quench violent fires. God has given us every tool we need to build. God can build your faith. I know you have to build a house. I give you land. I give you cement. I give you this. I give you that. Ha! You don't build. You have to build. God has given us all the tools to build. We don't want to build. We don't want to build any faith. We just want it to, to, to just come. The number of years you spend in church is not equal to the size of your faith. You can write it down wherever you are. The number of years you have been an intercessor is not equal to the size of your faith. The number of years you've been a pastor is not necessarily going to be equal to the size of your faith. You can be around for a long time and you can be very far from God. Build your faith. How do I build this kind of faith? By hearing and hearing again and again the word of God on a daily basis. Hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. If you get tired of listening to preachings, your faith will not grow. The sound of your pastor's voice must be sweet to your ears. You must never be tired of hearing your pastor's voice. The day you get tired of hearing the preaching of your pastor, you will stagnate in faith. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing the word of God. If you, you, you see, oh God, help me. There are some people when it is preaching time, that's when they sleep. They are active doing praise and worship. They will dance and dance and dance and dance and dance and dance when it's time for preaching. Ah. 
you can't grow your faith. The man David will dance, but he doesn't joke with the word of God. You can only build your faith. Romans 10, 17. Faith cometh by hearing. Don't get tired hearing the voice of your pastor. Preaching. 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 Preaching and preaching and listening to preaching and listening to preaching. 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 Listen to Dr. Tabel. Listen to Dr. Kujo. Listen to your pastor. Listen to Prophet Anno. Listen. 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 Keep listening to the word. And remember, the type of word you listen to will determine your faith. So not everybody preaching needs your ears. You know the voice you hear. My sheep knows my voice. Are you following me? So not everyone holding a microphone deserves your ears. You don't need some of them. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of people don't like teaching and preaching they like praise and worship umbesa umbesa kogo what are the, the dances shuperu azonto akaida panlogo they would dance and do press up they would jump carry chairs that is radicalism When all you know is radicalism, and when it gets to the word you are sleeping, you cannot build your strong faith. And when they finish the word and they sleep uh, during the teaching, one of the things that hurts a pastor when he's preaching and you are yawning is that on our sorry, prepare word from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. All Baba preaching, you are yawning on him. I, 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 I want to minister the spirit. Oh, Jesus. May the word say that May the word say that Obi, I want that doing preaching. And then I say that now. We don't take the word serious. We can't build our faith. When I'm listening to Dr. Tabel, when I get to 20 minutes, I have to pause because I'll have to write plenty notes. Sometimes I prepare four messages from 20 minutes of listening to Dr. Tabel. Then I say that, mm, this thing, this thing is the truth. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. In this moment, be careful what you are hearing. Some of you are spending too much time on social media. More than the scriptures, you have a problem. Time is not on my side. Number three, speak the word. Hmm. So you discover that, hey, pastor, all you are saying is around one thing. No, you are just going around one thing. What am I going around? The word of God. <laughs> Feed your spirit. Number two, what did we say? Build your faith. Build your faith. Number three. Speak the word. Ha! Speak it. 
It will not make sense. Speaking. Our God is able. I have fallen. It doesn't matter the gravity of the fall. The righteous shall fall seven times. And he will, he will rise. He will rise. I am in affliction. So you see, unfortunately, unfortunately, some Christians will be infested by the virus. You can't bind it. <laughs> Are you here? Some Christians will be infected. And the Bible said, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him from them all. If you don't speak the word, affliction will finish you. And for the lions then, Daniel, you go inside. But in the lions then, your attitude, your posture will determine a lot of things. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. There is a certain power in the tongue. You determine what comes out, life or death. Speak the word. You owe nobody an apology when you speak the word. The Bible said, let the weak say, I am strong. You are saying I am weak. But I will say I am strong. I'm speaking from a perspective. And you cannot arrive at point three if you disregard point one and two. You, I've seen people quoting scripture that didn't work for them. It won't just work for because you quoted. Quotation doesn't release power. Until you have what fed your spirit, your spirit man must be. Look, do you know why? Hadabashakaya, Makataya, wherever you are, speak the language of the Holy Ghost. What a revelation! Matakaya, Malakaba, Matikapaya, Zakata. Look, I just saw the Lord showed me a computer. A computer. Why do you press on the keypad X? And an X shows on the monitor. Because there is something in the system unit that is linked to the keyboard. That when you press X, truly an X will shoot up. If you don't feed your spirit, for your spirit to be wired with the word of God, when you quote, it will work. It don't work because there is nothing in your spirit that connects to the declaration. That is why you can quote, eh? And somebody will quote. And the thing will work. You are like, didn't we all quote? His quoting is birth from something that he has said. His spirit. You heard. You just heard the thing. You quote scripture, no? Quote, yeah, but you are like, you quoting to me, so me quote be. The sons of Skiva at one time wanted to bind a demon. The demons ended up binding and beating them. <laughs> I pray for you that you will speak the word of God. You will speak the word of God. You will speak. I remember one of my sons 
when they were, he was growing, there was, his novel was, was becoming big. None of my children, we don't have something like that too. So one day I woke up and I asked for the child in my prayer room and I took oil and I poured it on the navel and I said, you shrink in the name of Jesus. Like joke. A day after he shrank. Speak the word. Speak the word. Just speak the word. It works. The word doesn't need the helper. It is the help. The word is your help. The word does not need the helper. That's why the Bible said God will confirm his word with what? Signs and wonders. When you speak the word, it becomes the sword of the spirit. If you don't speak it, it will not become the sword of the spirit. You don't hold Bible and pray. <laughs> abide, 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 devil, abide, 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 devil. Ah, jaisa, monjaisa. The Bible, Bible on paper carries no power. Bible in your heart is a bullet. Bible on paper carries no power. Bible in your heart, spoken out. It's a bullet. I will not finish the message. I will end with point three. Speak the word. Never confess defeat. Never. Speak the word and only the word over your life. Speak it. Speak it. You enter your single room tonight. Just look at the room and speak to the room. You are not my size. I'm just passing through you. You cannot contain. My life cannot be contained here. Speak to your spirit. Your spirit loves to fornicate. Begin to speak to your spirit. Yeah, you, you cannot be misleading me like that. I speak to you. Speak to your spirit. Speak. Speak to issues. Everything has an ear. Even a wall. They say walls have ears. Even a tree. Jesus spoke to the tree. It responded. What are you talking about? If God could turn water into blood, turn water into wine, it means that words are very powerful. God spoke, the waters separated from the land. God spoke, stars shot up. What are you talking? Speak the word. Believe it. It's not mathematics or archaeology or, or anatomy. Speak the word. Just speak the scriptures. When the devil came to Jesus, it is written. It is written. By the third it is written, oh, till Lord, the devil is gone. Some people have started imagining their dead bodies because a virus is on the land. Speak the word. You are galvanized with the word. 
I dwell in the secret place of the Almighty. I am encapsulated with His presence. I don't care how you interpret it to. I believe it. I confess it. I believe it. I confess it. I cannot die poor. People will not believe, but confess it. Confess it. That is the only way you can build a strong faith. Because when you confess and God confirms his word with signs and wonders, your belief in God shoots up. Unfortunately, I can't finish the message. You have heard the saying, you are what you eat. But the Bible in essence is saying that you are what you speak. How do you speak? That is why we say, you see, what you say eh, tells a lot about you. You are what you speak. You are what you prophesy. If Ezekiel did not prophesy to the dry bones, you don't prophesy with your head. They are looking at it. God said prophesy. Speak. Prophecy is the spoken word. It's not in a No, prophecy is spoken word. What you have eaten, processed in your spirit, inspired by the Holy Ghost, when spoken, is a prophecy. Yeah. It's a prophecy. I don't have much time and we are on life. I would have told you very personal many, many times how I use prophecy to move my life to the next level. You are your own prophet. You see, let me end. Let me end here. I will continue next week if you pray well for me so I don't change the topic. In the olden days, when men are in trouble, they run to prophets or a man of God. But the man of God runs to God. So men depended solely on prophets. But in the New Testament, the game changes. Are you following me? It changes. The man of God is, an, is in a, a certain authority to lead the church in the New Testament. But it doesn't mean he's the only one that relates to God. In the olden days, the man of God related to God and the people related to God through the man of God. But in the New Testament, I feed you the word. You go and relate with your God and bring your testimony to church. It's so that, you see, when understanding is not clear, then the man of God can begin to manipulate the people. <laughs> A monarchy is built in church. And God did not give us a spirit of fear. You have to begin to speak the word. I didn't have time. I'll show you another one is building your most by speaking in tongues. How long do you speak in tongues in a day? You speak vernacular like at ease. You must speak in tongues at ease. 
If you drive from your house to that workplace, you should speak in tongues. I remember most times when I'm walking on the street, I'm speaking in tongues. When I'm driving, I'm speaking in tongues. When you are driving, two things. Either you are seeing, worshiping, listening to message or speaking in tongues. Or maybe on call. Speak the word. Please speak the word if you want to be strong. Hallelujah. To get to a place where you speak the word of God into manifestation, you must master the two, I told you. By putting God's word in your heart, on a daily basis, you begin to speak it. It means you react automatically from what you have heard. When you face an adversity, you react automatically by faith, by speaking the word. I know there are a lot of news panic moving around. Virus here, virus there. Look at how when you are listening to the word, you are edified. Speak the word. They have their news. We have our news. It is well with our soul. <laughs> it is well with our soul. It is well. He, has, he will never leave us nor forsake us. Though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil. Evil will be there, but we will fear no evil. Because the one we are walking with is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above all that we can ask or ever think. We are of God. I learned the UK government wanted to take most of its citizens away today. But there was a delayed flight. Why are they not coming for Nigerians? Why are they not coming for Ghanaians? Why are they not coming for Zambians or Gambians or Togolese? They are coming for their citizens. We are of God. And God is interested in us. God is interested in our lives. He will not leave us nor forsake us. He that watches over Israel, he will not sleep or slumber. He will not allow our legs to dash on a stone. He will cause and I prophesy over your life. From today, you will speak the word of God. You will declare the word of God in every adversity you see. You will look through it with the eye of the word of God. You will speak the word of God. You... One day a lady said, she went for a meeting and they said, witches have carried her womb and they have hung it on a tree in her hometown. And I said, was that all the prophet could tell you? He said, I should see him in, my, in his office for something. And when I went, he asked me for 1,500 Ghana before he can do the thing. And I said, that is an extortionist, not a prophet. Kneel down. In the name of Jesus, be fruitful. I'm not, I didn't see what the prophet saw. I won't waste my time to see. I will speak the word. You don't need to see to believe. You don't need to see to believe. You just have to believe the word. 
She got pregnant. She's, she has three children now. I don't know her hometown. I don't have the gift to mention hometown. I don't have the gift to see telephone numbers. <laughs> I don't have the gift to mention full names. Some have it. We thank God for that. The father, you don't have the gift. The father, you are not a pastor. The father, you are not a prophet. The father, you are not an apostle. The father, you are not a general overseer of a ministry. The father, you don't have five ministries under you. Doesn't mean that you cannot prophesy. Prophecy is not the custodians of just a few. Prophecy is a gift God gave to the body of Christ. A one-day-old child of God can speak the word. The word you discover is the word that uncovers your destiny. I pray for you watching me. If you build your faith, learn to speak the word of God. Clap your hands wherever you are. Close your eyes and pray wherever you are. Ask for grace. 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 To number one, spend time daily, daily to feed your inner man. 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 And daily have the consciousness to speak the word of God. Pray to God in one minute. Pray. La baba baba bosa lebra kapalaba leba katayama in the name of Jesus no matter what you faced speak healing speak blessings speak abundance speak peace i speak peace into your life i speak peace into your life i confess abundance into your life i confess protection over your life i confess advancement over your life. Your destiny is not ending today. Your wedding will come on. Your blessing will be manifested. You will increase in faith. Your belief system is enlarging. I confess the word of faith over your life. You will not die. You will live. Your family is protected. Your children are protected. Your parents are protected. Your husband is protected. Your wife is protected. No beast of the devil will take you. Coronavirus, no matter how strong it is, it will not take you from the surface of the earth. I cast it out of your dwelling by the tokens of the blood of Jesus. We prophesy the safety of the Lord over your home in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise wherever you are. Hallelujah. As you confess the word of God, things will change. Things will change. I remember going for someone's wedding. And the man of God said, he saw the woman's womb. Three eggs, two eggs were breaking. And that it would be difficult for the woman to give birth. I was in the wedding. 
And the Holy Ghost tapped me. He said, deal with this thing. With your word. So the next Sunday, I had a chance to meet the lady. And I said, I want to speak into your life. No limitation will be placed on your childbirth. By the grace of God, she has delivered. There are, there are many speak that you don't need to feel. I, I, I mean, I have to feel something. <laughs> you know, I, 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 and I saw, you know, those, those prophecies are very dramatic. And I saw two eagles. You see that then the people are like, that is a prophecy. I mean, um, Pastor, they all prophesy, no stress. stress. Just feed on the word and speak the word. If God brings you a spectacular prophecy, we praise God. That is why it is spectacular. It doesn't happen often. Are you here with me? Yeah, it doesn't. When God was calling the 12 disciples, did you see any dramatic? No, 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 no. Hey, get up, come, let's go and preach. Follow me. Hey, Peter, follow me, let's go and preach, come. It was only one man we saw a dramatic calling on, Apostle Paul. So if you are waiting for God to shoot you, maybe you are driving on, then God will stop all the forecasts, the, the, the four ties. Then the heaven will open. Then some blue light will shoot on your car. Then all of a sudden there's traffic. They say, uh-huh. So every day when you are preaching, I remember the other day when the Lord was calling me. You, eh, I didn't hear that to me. I just love God. And I preach the gospel. Give the Lord a clap offering. 